This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, brought to you locally by Smiley One. We're all smiling tonight because the Browns got a win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brought to you locally again by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. All right, so Daryl, there were a lot of really cool things that happened in this game that are worth talking about. David Njoku's catch uh, to tie the game up at 17 in the fourth quarter was simply amazing. Fourth down and 10. It was do or die. And he decided that this team was going to live on. And that catch was incredible. It, yeah, I, I had to post a picture of it in my top takeaways. It was that amazing. Uh, airborne, full extension, left hand in the air with the football. One-handed. Is, by the way, is he left-handed? Uh, I don't think so. God, that's even more amazing if that's true. That's... I'm left-handed. I don't know. I don't know if he is or not, but... Like these are the type of plays we've been waiting for him to make, right? Right. These, Game yeah. winners on fourth and ten. The type of well, these are the type of opportunities we've been begging for him to get, too. Right. And Jacoby put the football where no one was gonna get it but him. And he 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 made a play that for, for now saved the season, right? Because once you get to the eighth loss, the season is officially over and they're mathematically eliminated. Like right now, like it's a paper thin margin i think it's like 0.000002% chance eight uh, according to 538 or 530 what, what, i can't remember what it is 538.com they had a 4% chance to make the postseason prior to cuz i snapped it i, okay. I hit it before when they it were just, losing 17 you just 10. always have to dump all over my sarcasm oh um, i'm sorry i'm sorry keep keep 0. 0.000 it's 8% chance though right now and they can only max out at like 68% right now of chance yeah. to make the playoffs the way things are set up right now yeah but i it just it's one of the more spectacular catches we've seen made by a cleveland brown in the expansion era it really is i mean that just was a phenomenal phenomenal Did you talk about it after the game Daryl? you talking about 
uh, yeah, he did. He did talk about it and just doing what he's paid to do, you know, I, and you know, um, but this is why I keep clamoring for him to get red zone targets because he has this ability and by not throwing him the football with in those opportunities, you know, you don't give them to him. You don't give him a chance to make the, uh, you know, spectacular plays like that. And so it gets very, very, um, head scratching, I think is the way I want to put it when he doesn't get those. So he shows you what he, what, you know, what he can do in those moments when given the, um, you know, when given the opportunities uh, to do so. And, and he did. So I, I just, I, I, uh, I mean, he did say his similar to Jacoby's not dead yet. That's he's still on the team. Right. Well, Najoku was asked if like, it's the you know greatest catch of his career. Whatever. He's like, yeah, my career is not over yet. So I don't know. Good for him. That's a good answer. Um, so I, I want to read this amazing stat to you. Okay. Nick, this is the amazing stat. Okay. Nick Chubb rushed for 116 yards. That's not the amazing part. The amazing part is the 26 carries. And what does that mean, Daryl? Over 18. It means over 18 carries. And I think it was the last 22 times now that he's had more than 18 carries. They've only lost three times. So bravo, coaching staff, for getting Nick Chubb the ball. 116 yards on 26 carries in a game that didn't get away from them. Well, How he, about that? He lit the spark because, like I said, they I mean, they were dead man walking there with he did light minutes it. to yeah. go, and he rips off the 28-yard run down to the 12 to set up the, the game-tying touchdown four plays later to David Njoko on fourth down. And then in overtime, like – I don't like my really my most negative thing to say uh, about the game was did Kevin Stefanski not realize he did not have to give the ball back to the Patriots if they scored because like he was bleeding the overtime clock like he wanted to score with no time on left on the clock for the Buccaneers so I don't know if he didn't realize they that they were in the sudden death portion of the program right but, um, they were so but let me ask you this what if they end up getting to run out of time. Yeah, but if you get to third down and you still haven't made the end zone, you can right? field goal. Yeah, but if then and then if you miss the field goal, well, if you have a bad snap, then they don't get a chance. You cover it up, right? And then you try again on fourth down. I kind of can see his rationale there on the on bleeding the clock at the end of the game. No, there was he, they were either gonna they were either going to win or tie. They were not going to lose at that yeah. point, right? If you milk the clock, that's the case. I know, but I was just like, he does realize when they when they score here, like the game's over. Like, so let's go. Let's go back to the next point. I thought his answer on the two point or the not going for two in regulation to win the game. I'm glad he did not go for two. I'm glad his answer. His answer was um, the the answer was like I thought he said. I thought about it. I looked at the play. I didn't like the play. I wrote the play and didn't feel good about it. Okay. Yeah. Wow, truthful. That, like, that might be the most personable, truthful thing he said all season. And I'm like, okay, you lived, you know, you were willing to put yourself out there and you designed the play and you didn't want to run it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't blame him. No. <laughs> I, I heard people, they were ripping on him on the postgame show. Why? I wish there were some guy called in and I was like, this is, I can't believe this, right? You got to have something to rip on. Some guy called it and said there were three things he didn't like. Hang on one second. Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. There were three things he didn't like. I can't remember the third. 
One was the fact they didn't go for two. And the other was, I didn't like the fact that Jacoby Brissett just put the ball up there at the end of the first half and took that interception. And I was like, it's a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. What do you want? Like, see, I'm this like, is, see, this is why I'm glad. We, we are so, like, we've become so dumb right now in the way we think about the game that, I, like, I was like, wow, I was impressed by the way he threw that ball. I didn't realize his arm was that strong to make it all the way from all the way to the end zone. And yet this is what I was listening to after the game. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. You have my promise. We will never take phone calls on this podcast. I, well, I can call in if you want me to, you want me to call in No. or call good. my phone. If you want, we're good. Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, I've known, you know, I, I, I was born in 67, but I've been a Browns fan uh, prenatal. So like in the, you know, in the 66 season, I know, well, you know, I was, I was a prenatal uh, Browns fan because the draft in 68, uh, I was, I was, I was, or in 67, I'm sorry. I was around for the draft, but not really. So I got to like, I, you know, I would sit there and I was like booing and, and cheering and my mom couldn't figure out what was going on. So, but I am a long time listener. So let me tell you this, right. Isn't that what we would get? Oh God. There's nothing better than a prenatal Browns fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Daryl, how about, so let's go through Nick Chubb here for a second because Chubb also hit the 1,000-yard mark today, becoming the first Brown to record four seasons of 1,000-yard performances since Jim Brown accomplished the feat in uh, 58 through 61. Again, my prenatal years. So my question for you then is, how meaningful is that, and does it feel like it's kind of a waste? Uh... Well, obviously, I mean, it's meaningful yet another thousand yard season for him. Um, I, I just guys were making fun of the fact that he actually, I guess, spoke in the huddle today. He, spoke, he normally doesn't say what what he say. He spoke twice in the what do he say? Let's oh, win. What do he say? Allegedly. Um, one of a, one of the things he said, and I'm summarizing here, but uh, I guess one of the things he said was something to the effect of, we just got to push through the lull. We always go through lulls offensively. We just got to get through it and, and win this game. And then late in the game, I guess he said, let's just go win the game. That's awesome. When he went to go at the end of the game, when he yep, put right it in the end zone. Scored, right before he scored the touchdown, he's like, let's just go win the game. Okay. And the funny thing is, he said it, I guess, before the play call came in to give him the ball. Hmm. I I think it was a no brainer because you were going to get the third down. Yeah. And if they didn't score on that run, you were going to kick. And if it was a bad snap on third down, you were going to lay on it. Oh, it was all laid out for them right there and they did it, but you know what? I'm just, I'm happy they won. I, I feel good for them. And you know, the tide will turn now as we look towards uh, Deshaun Watts. I know we're going to get more into that here in a second. I'm also Amari Cooper's playing overtime really made up for dropping that fourth down pass. I, I watched that fourth. I could not believe he dropped a ball on fourth down that was right into his hands. I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. He, I, well, I was, thinking, I, I was thinking, well, Lamarty Cooper is officially a Cleveland Brown. <laughs> because, 
Because, right, that's what happens with Cleveland Browns. You never see things. You never saw them do these things when they were there before they got here. And then all of a sudden, they start doing these things that don't help them win. But he went from goat to hero real quick. He's as reliable as they come. Had that drop. You knew it killed him to drop that ball. But then he comes right back in overtime. Granted, little help with the, you know, Buccaneer falling down and leaving him wide open, but caught the football, got down to the three-yard line, um, and set up Chubb's game winner. So all's well that ends well. Daryl, this this should have been the Stranger Things game because I think we were in the upside down. Think about that, that Amari Cooper dropped an easy fourth down pass, and Anthony Schwartz caught a pass today for 17 yards (laughs) and, and ran one in for a touchdown. I mean, we were totally in the upside down today. This was Stranger Things. This I wish this would have been the Halloween game. No, wait a minute. The Halloween game wasn't bad. That was Cincinnati, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that was a good game. Maybe we live in the upside down. Maybe that's maybe that's what they were thinking the whole time they did the what show. What is this? Pirates of the Caribbean? Huh? 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 What is up is down. Remember that? <laughs> and ironically, against the Buccaneers. Oh, that is error. I got Arr. you, baby. 23-17, that was the final. The Browns win, win, win in overtime. All right, what's next? Let's talk about that on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland.